And we are live. Cool. Amazing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your top 10 tips for crushing 2023 with uh, Bridget Munch and Thomas Dietert. We are the co-hosts of a brand new podcast called Finding Your Inner Badass. Uh, we are available on YouTube and also wherever you get your podcasts. Episode one is up. This is going to be a bonus episode. The audio portion will be going to the podcast. And the next actual full episode is um, where Bridget will interview me. The first episode I interviewed her just so you get to learn a whole lot about the host of the podcast before we jump into interviewing some really cool people who have found their inner badass. And we're going to do deep dives with them on, you know, what they went through to find it, you know, to get where they are today. And hopefully our, our audience can, can, you know, get some uh, really cool tips, strategies, and also just some motivation towards, you know, reaching their own inner potential, you know, finding their own inner badass. So without further ado, I'd like my co-host Bridget here to uh, introduce herself and talk a little bit about what she does and, and more importantly, why she does it. Over to you, Bridget. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, uh, yeah, for the introduction. And hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, great to have you on this live broadcast. I have to be honest, it's my first. So I never did a live, live thing before because I, yeah, to be honest about the topic, finding your inner badass, um, I, I don't really like video lives and all that stuff. So <laughs> this is my first challenge of the year. Uh, thanks to you, Tom. Um, oh. you, you pulled me out of my comfort zone here. I honestly didn't know. That's as news to me that you've never done a live live cast before. So, well, well, welcome to your first live cast. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, I'm Bridget Munch. I'm German by origin and living in beautiful Switzerland. And um, maybe you can imagine how it looks like here. I'm up in a mountain village, 1,800 meters above sea level. Um, we have snow. I'm working in ski school right now, so that is a little add-on to my normal coaching, uh, which I do during the year. I'm a recovering lawyer also. So um, I have quite a broad variety of uh, activities, I have to say. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm super happy to be here with you, Tom, and to do this podcast. Well, I'm uh, really glad that you're, uh, you know, agreed to be my co-host. Originally, I, I was talking with Bridget about being a guest on on my podcast and I just felt the chemistry was so good that like, you know, do you want to do it with me? And she's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one of my characteristics. I always say yes to everything, you know, um, and then, and then afterwards, I, what did I say? Why did I agree yeah. to this? No, but I'm, I'm super happy to be here with you, Tom. Well, well, likewise. And, and what we decided to do for this, this podcast, the find your inner badass podcast is really like, we're going to make 12 episodes and then just look and see, are we having fun and are people getting value out of it? And if the answer to both those questions is yes, we're going to keep on doing it. So I am Thomas Dietert. I am a number of things in life. I am a general dentist who practices in Thessalon, Ontario. I am also a certified high performance coach. I help people... Uh, holistically improve their results at a, an above normal level 
sustainably. What that means essentially is it's not about peak performance where you like train, 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 push yourself over the edge and you need to recover for three months. This is about being able to stay sustained in, in, in a above level performance without sacrificing your health, without sacrificing your relationships, your marriage. And uh, we do, we, I work with my clients doing deep dives and improving all areas of their performance. Um, I'm also a bit of a writer and I have a, I'm a YouTuber to a small degree. I have a channel uh, where I feature my, uh, my photography adventures and actually a bit of the uh, rustic outdoor lifestyle. Uh, I also used to have a podcast about mental health called Defying Depression. You might be able to find it out there still. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically me in a nutshell. Um, why I like to coach. Coaching is one of the ways I can really help people one-on-one -on, -one on a meaningful level. And that's one of the ways that I really feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose. And Bridget, I don't think you specifically said why you got into coaching. So I'm just going to direct that question over to you. Yeah, well, that, which, which already leads us um, to maybe also the first tip we have for today, right? Yeah. So, well, don't, um, don't, give the, don't give the tip away. I, I haven't introduced their no, 10 tips yet. No, of course not. But, but just, you know, why, why did you go from lawyering to uh, helping people in a, in, a, in a very different way? Well, I would say it's several reasons. So one was I admitted to myself, let me use the word admit, um, that I was not happy in my job. Um, and then I started the journey of where do I want to go? What else could I do? And what do I really like? Um, and it was the first time really that I took help with that because I was kind of stuck. I thought, mm -hmm. okay, well, but I learned law. So I'm a lawyer. And then you are in this, you know, in this lawyer's box, which is a quite comfortable box also you earn a decent amount of money and you have a good job. And I was living abroad. I was so lucky to have an international job, mm -hmm. but I realized this is not my thing. So I experienced coaching myself mm -hmm. and that was really, that was a game changer for me. That was really the beginning of a, of an incredibly rewarding journey. Awesome. So, awesome. Um, I decided at one point I, I want to, help other people and maybe especially people in the corporate environments and and also lawyers who are very often how should I say that now not super passionate about their job I want to help them detect their inner badass and maybe <laughs> something uh, they want to do right in their yeah. life which they love more uh, it, and, it is a, such a powerful and, process um, exactly exactly yeah. Yeah. So our, I just want to review the agenda before we get going. Um, anyways, I also want to mention, uh, just as an aside, that if people are watching a platform that allows them to comment, we will receive them. And you feel free to ask questions about anything we're talking about. Or if you have a suggestion, uh, uh, sorry, suggestion, a question about how to uh, improve your own particular situation, we'll try to answer it. So our top, our top 10 tips. Um, First one has to do with the power of self-reflection. Next one has to do with the importance of clarity, obtaining clarity in your life. 
The third one has to do with connecting, the importance of connecting to your true values, talents, and strengths. Um, we're going to be diving into the importance of maintaining really good energy and physiology in your life. Um, we're going to look at why you need to journal and what it will do for you. We're going to look at the importance of courage. Courage is, um, oh, you'll see when we get there. Um, that leads into the importance of actually making a plan and taking action, which is our seventh tip, our eighth tip. Basically, we're going to do some um, needle moving, um, talking about some needle moving tactics that um, um, will really improve your productivity and get more out of a, a given amount of time. Can you see that comment I, I shared? I've never done yeah, that before. And, yeah. and I would love to say hello to EPEC. If that's allowed, Tom, allow yeah, me to absolutely. introduce you to EPEC. EPEC is one of my, my coaches, by the way. So she was one of the first ones. I I always say she was maybe my first online date somehow. <laughs> so so <laughs> EPEC, I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> um, oh. EPEC and I met uh, in an online course. Where, oh, yeah. Was it maybe two years ago or even no, maybe it's two years where we were on a on a on a podcast, on a workshop where mm -hmm. we talked about clarity for the upcoming year. So it was also the beginning of January, if I recall it correctly. And, you know, you have these Zoom calls and, and you see the other people participating. And EPEC was just such a heartwarming, bright person there in that call that I just noted down her name and I contacted her on LinkedIn. And um, yeah, ever since we are in contact and she helped me also with my coaching journey and I'm forever grateful for that. So super great to have you here, Ipek. Yeah, absolutely, great to have Ipek on, on board. Uh, after talking about productivity, we're jumping into the importance of recuperating and Bridget has some uh, good tids, tidbits on, on that in her tip. Uh, last but not least, we're going to talk about why coaching can be your needle mover to get you to where you want to be in life. Uh, after that, we have a couple special bonuses to talk about and a secret offer. So be sure to stay tuned to the end to learn about that. So with that being said, I know you, you kind of gave it away when you talked about admitting things to yourself, but the first tip is the power of self-reflection. Dare to deal with the honest and real questions and problems. Take it away, Bridget. Yeah, well, I didn't give it away, or did I? Do you think so? You mentioned no, you had to admit it to yourself. So <laughs> yeah, I, I admitted I knew what the first tip I was. I admitted a lot of a lot of things to myself, but that also meant I had to deal with some real questions to myself. And um, yeah, really, I, I was a bit at a, at a crossroads, just a bit of context here. So I was working as a lawyer for almost 20 years, um, first in private practice and then in the corporate environment. And I was in the tech law area. So very 
left half of the brain driven, very male driven also. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I was working in Germany. I was uh, working in the Nordic countries. I was living abroad. And at one point in time, my company wanted to send me off to another country in Eastern Europe. And I had already realized, you know, I was working so much that I didn't even have time to to enjoy all the benefits I had from that job. So the outer the outer benefits. And um, I I really started with a question about what do I want? And I was quite shocked because I, I didn't have an answer to that question. And I don't know about you, but this question, what do I really want, can be a bit scary. Mm -hmm. So um, if you start digging into that, um, it, it opens up a lot of new areas. It can open up a lot of new areas in your life. But that means you have to be very honest with yourself. And that's not a threat. But um, yeah, be honest with yourself. Admit to yourself, okay, I did this. I followed this career for 20 years now. But to be honest, it's not my path. It's not my career in that sense. Um, and yeah, that's, that's how it started for me. Really with this question, what do I really want? And then I started breaking it down into smaller pieces. Um, so yeah, being honest with yourself, I think is, is really the starting point. Why is that so important? Well, it's quite easy, I think, for us, at least in the Western world, to follow a, especially a career path, which is somehow built by someone else. Yes. Right? So it can be your family, it can be society, your, your, your social environment. And you think, okay, this is the way things are, th things should be, right? And on which path can I really um, earn a lot of money or earn good money? Um, it's all about title and status and the next career step and your next promotion and a bit more salary and, and yeah, all these a lot, a lot of material things, but yeah, many people I think live with a mismatch between this material benefits they have and the comfort they have and their inner desires and wishes. So being honest really to, yeah, to, to deal with that is super important, I think. For, for me, um, I was in my primary field of, of, of dentistry for about 13 years or so, 13, 14 years. And I was starting to get those feelings that, you know, is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is this, am I actually happy doing this? Is, you know, is, is there not something more out there? Those are the type of questions that came in, in, into my, um, my my head and, and i really wished i had access to what i know now <laughs> back yeah, then absolutely. and i wish i would have had access to uh, you know i don't think coaching was quite as prominent uh, back then but um i really wish i would have had access to um to this this type of material um anything else you want to add about the uh, the power of self-reflection and why people need to uh indulge in it a bit more perhaps Mm. 
Well, now again, I think it's the honesty towards yourself, which is the most most important point. And then, of course, as a next step, but we will talk about that a bit later, the courage also to admit things to yourself, right? That that actually was something I was going to ask you is what what advice would you have to the people that are like, okay, I know something's, you know, I'm not being honest with myself, but but how do you? I know this will kind of come out in a, a couple of the other tips we're going through, but what 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 would you your younger self, the one that was asking those questions a few years ago, what what would you want current Bridget to tell tell that that younger version of Bridget? Is there anything? Yeah, it's it's really dare to ask those questions. Dare, dare to ask those questions. And even if you don't change anything after that right still ask those questions mm -hmm. and um yeah I, I i really think it's the courage to to be honest with yourself all right so that was tip number one dare to ask the the dangerous questions i guess dare to be honest with yourself and actually have the courage to go go look within well, and, um, and sorry, maybe one thing, if if you don't dare to do it yourself, ask someone to ask the questions. Right? <laughs> and, that in my, and that in my case, again, it, it was one close friend and it was a coach. And that's probably also what fascinated me so much in becoming a coach, really dare to ask the questions others don't want to ask. My first tip. I scheduled, scheduled right after your first tip on purpose because it would lead in really nicely. I, I want to talk about the importance of having clarity. Having clarity is the difference between knowing where you're going and just taking a joyride. My mentor, Brennan Burchard, has a saying, um, randomness leads to mediocrity in other words if you're not focused on what you're doing where you're going and why you're going there you're going to put out all this energy every day we have the same eighty-six thousand four hundred seconds i think it is to spend and if you're not focused on where you want to spend it you'll spend it on oh i'll see what's on youtube um maybe netflix has a new series uh, let's see what's on TikTok, and you're just gonna like alleviate your boredom as opposed to going, okay, I decided this year uh, I want to get in the best shape of my life. I decided this year uh, I want to eat healthier and see if I have any food allergies. I decided I want to uh, uh, get my raise at work or start writing that book or you know whatever, and becoming clear about what it is that you want and actually. Um, we're going to jump into that next top uh, topic slash tip about um, uh, what your values and strengths are, uh, but becoming clear about what, what those are is, is so important because um, when an opportunity comes your way or a distraction comes your way, you can answer that. Let's just say a call, something calls to you, whether it's uh, a glass of wine, uh, a walk in the park, writing a book, uh, looking for a new job, 
when they come to you, if you answer it with immediate gratification because you don't have any clarity, chances are your situation isn't going to change. Whereas if you are clear that, yeah, I want that new job and I want to be healthier and someone says, hey, Tom, let's let's go to the bar tonight and be like, no, that's not really part of my long term plan. Thanks anyways. So that, that's that's why I think in order to crush 2023 and what's left of the 2020s, to be honest with you, you got to become crystal clear about what it is you want to achieve and what's important to you. With that being said, um, is there anything you wanted to elaborate on before we jump into the importance of finding your true values, talents and strengths? Well, I think it's a perfect bridge, right? Um, so finding your clarity is super important, but super difficult for many people. And it, it has been difficult for me as well. So I was sitting there in this situation. Okay, so I kind of decided to not be a, or not work as a lawyer anymore. But what else do I want? And, and what do I do instead? Right. And in that moment, you don't have any clarity. It's just for me, at least, and I see it also with many clients, you have this knot in your brain, not really finding an exit. <laughs> you are not happy and not satisfied with your current situation, but you are far from being clear what you want to do instead. And for me, it was then really the, the first step to connect with my values and also to, to write down my talents and strengths. Because, I mean, we are also in that age, right? Where you have, I don't know, it's a bit like a flower meadow. You have so many flowers and, mm -hmm. and you can offer so many things. You're really good in many things, but some of those things you don't like to do. So I would now claim for myself, I, I was not, I was not a bad lawyer, right? But I somehow didn't like it anymore. Mm -hmm. So you could offer that to the market, so to say, to your life, but you don't want that anymore. So it's really becoming clear of which flowers from this meadow you want to pick and put them together in a new flower bouquet. I love, I love that analogy. That, to make that your new life in that sense. Make, right? make your new bouquet of life. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You have to become clear, where am I good at? What are my talents? What are my strengths? What, I, what do I want to share with the world? How do I want to spend my time? And that is very closely connected to your values. So the things which are really, really important to you and which are non-negotiable. Yes. Yeah. Um, question. If there was a weakness standing in the way of one of your strengths, what would you do about it? Work on it. I just want to stress that I mean... point. <laughs> that you're not saying avoid your weaknesses. It's like decide, yes, you need to know what your strengths are. But if there's if there's an aspect that's you know, I mean, technology, for example, uh, even us getting organized. To, to get this broadcast up on all these different platforms uh you know we had to struggle through and it, it's not my strong point but it's at the same time it's like i really want this live cast to, to to go so uh you know we just we just muddled through it got it going and we were only two minutes late so hey it was it was all good yeah yeah exactly exactly and or and maybe it's only yeah 
Sorry? StreamYard only allows one LinkedIn <laughs> feed, which is annoying. I will email them to fix that because we're two co-hosts both on LinkedIn. It'd be nice to have both our, our uh, followers see it on LinkedIn. But uh, okay. anyways. Um, yeah, or another example, maybe from my from my day-to-day -day life just now, because I um, said in the beginning, I have a nice add-on during the winter period to my leadership and career coaching that I can coach kids and teens and young adults um, on skis, um, which is just a different way of coaching. And it's super rewarding because you get all this, this feedback. And yeah, I said, <laughs> I grew up in the, in the north of Germany. So I'm born four meters above sea level. And um, I'm now in a village which is 1,800 meters above sea level and the mountains are 4,000 meters high. So it took me some time to get here. And of course, I will probably never ski like the people who grew up here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I technically, I may have some weaknesses on my skis, but I work on it. I know all of the technical training I can get. I go with the better skiers and uh, ask them for tips and recommendations and corrections. So yeah, don't avoid the weaknesses. Um, yeah, tackle them and, and work on them because they shouldn't stand in your way of your strengths. Sorry, I'm I'm trying a little. You try to be multitasking. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, multitasking, and that and that never yeah. works. <laughs> you That's see, right. that should be tip number five. Let me just read. <laughs> That's what happens when you when you uh, multitask. You uh, make mistakes. Yeah. Multitasking as a weakness. Yeah, but that's also maybe something. I mean. Yeah, which which leads us to the next step, right? To the physiology and energy, Tom. Yes. So um, part of uh, my curriculum for coaching is we have two very potent modules on up, like on your energy and your physiology, and and ultimately, when you um, um, are well, let me, let me start with a quote. And I do not know who said this quote. It's uh, fatigue makes cowards of us all. When you are tired, that is when you will make the bad choices. That is when you will not show up as your best self. Uh, that's when you will choose immediate gratification over delayed gratification. In other words, yeah, I'll have that beer and watch a movie as opposed to um, work on that web web page for the new podcast. I'm, I'm human. I make those mistakes. But if I want to crush 2023, I have to choose, okay, no, I'm going to get that web page for the podcast done and celebrate with that. <laughs> you know, there's a difference. Uh, rewarding yourself for an accomplishment as opposed to avoiding it with comfort choices. So, um, but in terms of optimizing your energy, diet, Diet and nutrition, and I'm not talking about calorie restriction. I'm talking about healthy food choices. Now, I, I was afraid now that you talk about limitations of calories. No, 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 no. Thank, thank you. Um, I mean, for a lot of people, that wouldn't be a bad idea, um, myself included. But that being said, if the calories I were taking in were healthier, 
uh, one I probably wouldn't be taking in as many because all these processed foods are uh, nutrient poor, calorie rich, and designed to leave you wanting more. They're actually biohacked by psychologists and, and engine, biological engineers to make you want more, whether it's potato chips, whether it's crackers, whether it's um, breads. Uh, um, I mean, if you go in the grocery aisle, I, I, and I've been, I've been to Europe, I know it's not much better there. Most of the inside of the store is not good for you. And it's marketed to us as, oh, well, it's cholesterol free or sodium reduced or, you know, all these things to make it sound healthy. It's still crap. <laughs> Just because there's less of it in it, it's still crap. Um, so it's really, really important to get your diet on point. And it might be a matter of meeting with a nutritionist, uh, seeing an allergist, seeing if you have food sensitivities, because a lot of people wonder why they feel like crap after certain foods. It probably is they're sensitive to something in it. Um, a lot of people who switch to this nutrition plan called Whole30, which is basically a, a, a paleo diet, uh, within six to eight weeks, their allergies disappear. They don't need to take allergy wow. pills for rhinitis anymore. Injuries that don't want to heal that keep plaguing them year after year disappear because the inflammation is finally gone. Like it's, it's, it's insane. Actually, I'll put the website here and I, and I have no um, connection to th these people. I just believe in their, um, um, their nutrition plan. Uh, and I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not an ist of any kind other than a dentist. And I do not talk nutrition. Um, but that being said, you have to get away from processed foods. You have to probably cut back on your calories. Uh, alcohol, no matter what they try and tell you that, oh, a glass of red wine has Reservatrol and that's healthier for it. You can get a supplement for Reservatrol. You don't need to have that wine. Or eat the grapes because the Reservatrol sprayed on the grapes. So, you know, you don't need to drink the wine. And I, lo I love wine. I, I really do, but it doesn't love me. And I have to, you know, get rid of that. And that's fine. Uh, and I'm not trying to judge people. I'm trying to make people understand that your food becomes you. Every cell in your body is not has been replaced multiple times since you were born, and it's been replaced from the raw ingredients from the food that you eat. Do you want to be a rubber chicken dinner, or do you want to be salad and you know uh, vegetables, decent cuts of meat, prepared with healthy oils? Um, Vegetable oil, crap. Soybean oil, crap. Corn oil, crap. The only real healthy oils are avocado oil, um, virgin uh, olive oil. Is there another one? And, and coconut oil, uh, medium chain uh, fatty acids like MCT oils are good for you. Um, everything else, you know. And again, you have to meet with medical professionals in your local area to find out what's right for you. I'm, I'm giving some general overview, but to find out what you need to be adding into your diet and what you should be taking out is important. Likewise, um, uh, stretching on a regular basis, doing a little bit of yoga, a little bit of meditation, and some, some type of exercise every day well, are game changers for your energy level. 
Um, so yeah, if you want to crush 2023, you need more energy to do it. You'll get that through your diet and through exercise. And that exercise doesn't have to be lifting weights at the gym, although that's one way to do it. It can be as simple as one of the tips that is coming up. <laughs> exactly. Um, Bridget, did you have any questions or comments about uh, well, optimizing energy? Honestly, it sounds to me as if we should do or you should do a specific podcast on that topic, right? Because it's, I guess for many people, that is quite complex. They would like to change their nutrition habits, but they don't really know where to start and how to do it. And yeah, eat healthy. Oh my goodness, that sounds so boring. What what I want to try is if I can get the author of Whole30 on. That'd be she'd yeah. make an awesome guest. Cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, if not, I'll I'll put something together. Or there's a, a couple other people I know who I can beg and plead with to get them on on the show. <laughs> but um, that being said, um, I, I um. Uh -oh. Well, I will check it out. I have never heard, to be honest, about Whole30.com. So is, I will check it great. out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Are really we good. Tip number six? Yeah, tip number six is? And that should be the power of journaling, shouldn't it? Yes, and I have. I already have the numbers wrong. So whatever, whatever That's number okay. it is. Uh, yeah, but I can uh, start talking. Can yeah, I? Absolutely. Yeah? Am I allowed to 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 talk? Well, about the power of journaling, right? And it's um to me it has really become an important habit. I I struggled in the beginning. So when I got this recommendation, you should do journaling, I was already every day, each and it every day. It sounds kind of frou-frou at first, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It oh. does, it does. But the first thing I did was buy myself a nice notebook so a book i love to write into i love to open each day and um what i realized was that that it's really relieving in a sense of this book is just for me i don't write it for anyone else it's just for me so all the crap which comes into my brain i just process it on paper and by doing that, you know, it somehow flows from your brain into your arm, into your hand, onto the paper. And then it's it's out of your body. <laughs> so this, this was a really nice thing for me to experience, that it's a relieving habit to do that. And I have to admit, I still have days where I don't do it, but I'm somehow missing it then. And it, it can be just five minutes in the morning or in the evening where you collect your thoughts. It doesn't have to make sense what you're writing down. You don't have to explain anything. You don't have to analyze. You don't have to, I mean, you shouldn't even judge your thoughts. Just write down whatever comes into your mind. And what I detected was really that I have a certain language in certain situations which I hadn't noticed before. And I use certain words and I talk to myself in a different way than I wanted. <laughs> so um, that, that was something I detected by, by journaling. So it helped me a lot to detect those patterns and then also let them go. There is also this nice recommendation, write the things down and burn them. 
-hmm. it's it's a quite powerful um, ritual so to say right write them down and burn them to get rid of them so you don't carry them around with yourself all the time and um, yeah for me it was incredibly helpful I have a client who's trying to break a, a habit that isn't serving his goals and he's using an app I think it's called victory don't quote me on that mm -hmm. and it tracks like basically every day it's it's a journaling app but essentially mm -hmm. it basically it, uh, it it keeps track of the days that he you know didn't indulge in that habit let's just call it smoking you know if i want a day without smoking it's it's like a green day and if it's a day where you, you failed it's a red day and mm -hmm. then it, it gives you statistics for the week for the month for the for the year and you mm -hmm. see how you've improved and he actually sent me a, a message this morning uh wish, wishing me happy new year but also said this has been my strongest month yet 74 percent success rate i'm like wow i'm so proud of you you know like mm -hmm. and it's again that, that's another reason why uh, i love coaching is is the impact that we help people make on their lives they're mm -hmm. doing the work we're just part accountability part uh alternate perspective and at the same time, guiding them through the changing process or, mm -hmm. or the empowering process or whatever it happens, happens to be, but becoming aware of patterns through journaling. Yeah, that's, that's a huge one. And I love what you said about how it just flows. Some like, sometimes it's, it's not a nice thought that you really should flush. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, it goes from my brain through my arm to my hand as, as I'm writing, or in my case I'm typing. Um, so I, yeah, I, th I think, I think it's such an understated, powerful tip is, mm -hmm. is journaling and people are like, well, what do I write about? Mm -hmm. Whatever's in your head, whatever's on your mind. Uh, some mm -hmm. journals have prompts, some don't, mm -hmm. some have a combination of free flow and asking you questions. Mm -hmm. Um, I and use one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go uh, ahead. I use one on online called uh, growth day. Um, Uh, that's actually owned uh, by Brennan Burchard, one of my mentors, but I, I get no kickbacks out of this unless I would actually give you my affiliate link, which I don't even know what it is. So, but growthday.com um, is a journaling app. It's also a productivity app. And if you upgrade to the professional version, they have like a huge library of online courses uh, and press live events where uh, you can get... Um, you can learn as you can learn as much as you want is it be, mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like its own university without a professor <laughs> okay okay um but yeah i i think what you're saying about um journaling again i was very hesitant there's two things i fought for a long time and i wish i hadn't one was meditation and two was journaling and now mm -hmm. i do them almost every day and it's so powerful. It, make, it, make, it made such a difference for me in, in my life. Yeah, I fully agree. I fully agree. And um, it's also, I, I had a client and I gave him the recommendation to start journaling. So he bought a notebook. And two, two weeks later, I asked him again, so, so did you start journaling? And it was still in the plastic. So he didn't even unwrap it so far. But once he started, he really said, okay, it's, it's really helping myself to see those patterns. And what you said before about the prompts, I think that's also something very powerful. And maybe I, I have, 
I have a prompt right now, so I will disclose that. So maybe it can help you to start your your super year 2023. Sure. Um, and that's the prompt. How can this be easy? Question mark. Oh, I love that one. Which forces you to think in a different direction. You know, so we, we spend our days thinking in problems and challenges and and how do we get rid of these worries and concerns and think about our diet and you know oh i didn't exercise again and if you if you have this questions how can this be easy your brain is forced to think in solutions so the try power, it out the power try is always in asking yourself a better question yeah absolutely yeah. Absolutely. So maybe that can start your, your year. Courage. Oh boy. <laughs> um, one of the, oh, <laughs> I know this kind of intertwines with things we've already talked about. Yeah. But I, I, I got to say courage is the secret sauce. I'm sure you know, uh, in, I mean, being German and, and living in Switzerland, uh, there's a spice, and it's a liquid spice in a, in a brown jar made by Maggi. Yep. And you add just like three or four dashes of that and whatever, and it just brings out the flavors, right? Yeah. It was the secret for my grandma. She put it yep. in, into every everything. Well, I think that's what courage is. Cur courage <laughs> Maggi. Without without courage, uh, your meal's boring, right? Without muggy, it's it tastes it tastes boring. You add a little bit of muggy into it, or maybe for our, our North American viewers, soya sauce, I guess, is the closest thing to muggy. Um, but it, it you add you add that sauce that that courage to your life, and you're gonna do the same thing what you did to the meal by adding soya sauce. It just becomes so much more colorful. When like when you see something you're like oh i don't know about that I, I i could never do that and if you flip that on your head and say okay um this this frightens me therefore i have to go see why i'm afraid of it go go and do it find mm -hmm. out it, you know what's the worst that could happen what's the best that could happen if i do it right oh, like yes. those are oh, yes the, the, those are the questions you got to ask and sometimes i mean uh i know um Tom, Tom, Tom Bilyeu from uh, Impact Theory. Um, if, if I if I can ever get him on our podcast, like we know we've made it at that point. But uh, Tom, Tom Bilyeu, I think, is a definition of inner badass. Like he, mm -hmm. he his his discipline is is so on point. Uh, uh, it, it's it's uh, motivating and scary at the same time. But uh, I I know. Um, he has this this game that he plays when there's something that's like okay it's a roadblock mm -hmm. and it's called no bullshit what would it take mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. would it take to for us to bring the podcast to the point where we're going to get tom billy on we could play that game right now but that's not the, the point of the conversation today but you know you, you basically have someone else who's involved with your project and okay, okay what would it take no matter how crazy it sounds what would it take to get tom billy on this podcast mm -hmm. Um, and you, you, you do that and, and it, that takes courage to go, okay, well, let's look at the possibilities, even though we think it's impossible. What are the possibilities? 
you know, um, courage also, it takes courage when you're going to bed to set that alarm for four 30 to get up and exercise, meditate, journal, and do your affirmations before you go to work. Cause you could sleep until six otherwise. But I know, I know the difference in my day. If I get up at four 30, I walk the dog, exercise, do my affirmations, meditate and go in with a clear head versus waking up at six, uh, throwing the dog outside for five minutes, uh, shower, uh, make lunch and then hit the road. It's, it's a completely different vibe. It takes courage to make the right decisions and it takes courage to make your decisions based on your values and your goals as opposed yeah. to immediate gratification. Yeah. I mean, how, how many times would you rather um, swing by, I, I don't know any um, fast food chains in Switzerland, um, but I know Subway's there. I've eaten the Subway in Switzerland. Uh, so say, you, you know, you'd rather have that meatball sub on the way home as opposed to actually sit down and cook a healthy meal after a really hard day. It takes yeah. courage and energy to go, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not, that's not who I am. It takes courage to decide who you're going to be, yeah. who you want to become. Yeah. That's what's going to make 2023 your year. If you start expressing courage to decide who it is you want to be without apologizing to other people in your life, you have the right to live your life. And if the other people are in your life, aren't going to say, Hey, good for you. They're not on your team. You yeah. Know? And that takes courage too, to realize that, well, this doesn't really work for me anymore. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be around that element anymore. Yeah. That takes courage too. So yeah, courage, courage is super, super important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let, let me add two thoughts here, Tom. Mm -hmm. One is, kind of a definition of courage so oh. courage is not courage is not the absence of fear isn't it courage is to be scared to be fearful of something but to do it anyway so that was one of the insights i had during my journey where i thought yeah it doesn't mean i'm not scared anymore but i do it anyway and um the other thing is I mean, I have former colleagues who tell me, oh, my goodness, you are so courageous. And I said, why? Yeah, because you changed your, your career and you stepped out of this legal comfort zone and you did something you love more. And I said, OK, wait a second. So what is more courageous to change your career and live a life which makes you happy or to follow a career which doesn't make you happy? What is more courageous? So these may also be two questions you may want to ask you at the beginning of this new year. Mm -hmm. That's actually very timely for me. <laughs> very timely. Unfortunately, I, I can't, I can't uh, divulge it right now, but uh, uh, something that we could talk about in a future podcast episode. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, yeah. You're up. You, you blend it in here. Take action. Take action. My goodness. Yeah. How hard is that? Taking action, right? But having um, energy and courage helps. 
but clarity helps definitely that. clarity helps definitely right yeah. um also having asked the right question helped uh helped me at least and for a long time i was the greatest procrastinator on this earth i have to admit that right i was i was feeling something is not sitting right something is wrong but i didn't take any action i was like not really paralyzed but i was so passive waiting that something around me is changing until i realized i can only change it myself i'm the only person who can change my life and um yeah then my journey started with all these steps we w we went through already and once i had clarity what comes next which doesn't mean that you have clarity or i had clarity for the next 20 years so my journey is changing all the time or I'm adapting to all the circumstances and new situations, but still it's, it's the clarity. Where is my goal? And then I take action. What is the next tiny step? And sometimes it can be a bit intimidating if you have this next big goal. So being the first of January today, a lot of people have new year's resolutions and, um, yeah, big goals for this year. But my recommendation is really break them down, break them mm -hmm. down into tiny little steps and to single yeah. actions make, and make, also make realize, an what, yeah. And yeah, make an exactly. action plan. Yeah, yeah. agree, agree. So break it down half a year in three months, in, in a month, in a week, in a day, what do you want to do? And then do it. Have you heard of Jim Quick? Yes. Yeah. He has uh, S to the power of three, small, simple steps. If yeah. you're stuck and you're like, I don't know what to do next. Okay, what is the next smallest action item you can take that's going to move you a, even, even an inch or a millimeter towards your goal? Uh, that's, an, that's an integrity with who you are and what you need to do and, you know, yada, yada, yada yeah. towards that. Um, yeah. That's that's huge because you can sit there scared of your next step. Okay. Well, what's the next step? What's a smaller step I could take. And as you take these steps more frequently, you build up your courage, you build up credibility with yourself. Yeah. Um, and that, that makes a huge difference. Um, yeah. And taking action can also mean get help. If you're stuck and you don't know how to do the next yeah. step, how to define the next step, get help. Ask for help. And one of the ways to ask for help is finding someone who's already doing what you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's not hard to find people on LinkedIn, Facebook, or, or Google them, find their website and send an email. Hey, uh, I'm trying to get where you're going. I really am a huge fan, you know, butter them up and say, I just don't know how to get there. What, what can you, what can you share with me about your journey or, or, or and a lot of people have already been interviewed on podcasts. They talk about how they got where they went to, you know, find, find role models, find mentors, even if, even if they are not, you know, like, even if they don't even know you exist, it doesn't matter. Whatever you can find from them their, for their, through their books, their videos, uh, their, their interviews, um, the products that they sell They're, they might have courses, um, you know, just, Take an action step, find, you know, make a contact. Um, I remember for Defying Depression podcast, 
there's someone who basically wrote a book that was so in line with how I got through my depression. I, uh, I wanted to interview him and yeah, Google Dr. So-and-so blah, blah, blah. Brought me to the university, brought me to the staff directory. There's his email. I sent him, you know, we had, we had a little email exchange. Um, could never get him on the show. Uh, he was always busy, unfortunately, but, uh, I was really hoping to have him on because his six step method is essentially what I developed by accident, but that's what he uses in his clinic to like 70% efficacy. So that's, you know, for depression, that's huge. 70% cure rate. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, action, sitting there wishing things would happen. That's nope. probably what we did in 2022 and 2020, 2019, 2018. I know through much of the pandemic, I wished it didn't happen, but that didn't help me. Uh, I certified as a coach in, in the fall of 2019. And I'm like, 2020 is my year. I'm going to go do it. Pandemic hit and I gave up. And it was the worst decision I could have ever made. I did not take, that was the wrong action to take. Giving up is not yeah. the right action to take. Um, that, that's for sure. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and that's the thing, right? I mean, taking no action means you have a no, but taking action means you can get a yes to change and to improve your life and, and increase your happiness. So absolutely. Tom, that brings you. Yeah. I'm just typing it in. I'm multitasking again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tip and number that's, nine, that's even though I think really it's connected, eight, right? To taking action. Yeah. The next tip. Uh, productivity. And I guess my first tip about productivity is that multitasking is a myth. The human mind <laughs> cannot concentrate on two tasks at the same time effectively. Task swapping reduces efficiency to the point as if you were focusing on one and having like, you know, 0 0.08 milligrams per milliliter alcohol in your blood however that works out. So that's my first tip on productivity is do not multitask. Uh, you absolutely, absolutely, after you've already defined through, through what other tips we looked at, what goals you want to achieve, you have to take control of your agenda. You have to take control of your schedule. If other people are running it, you have to put an end to that. There has to be time set aside every day, every week, every month where it's, it's blocked out in your calendar. This is non-negotiable time where I'm working on my book or I'm working on the podcast or I'm interviewing guests for the pod, whatever, whatever your project is. It might be, I'm learning how to uh, do online marketing so I can promote my coaching business. I mean, a lot of people that might be watching are, are fellow coaches. So yeah, great. When are you going to make time to do that? When you're working 40 hours, you have two kids and uh, an elderly parent that needs your help. Well, it might mean you're waking up an hour early every day and that hour is learning that skill. Or it might mean staying up an hour later when everyone's gone to bed. You, you have to schedule, preferably actually two hour blocks is, is better. But, you know, even if you, even if you schedule half an hour, if you can't find half an hour in your day for what you really, really want to do in life, you don't really want to do it. I agree. I agree. So productivity is a matter of scheduling time where, uh, 
your phone's put into do not disturb mode. Uh, all your extraneous tabs are closed on your computer. Uh, or if you're not, don't need the computer, it's turned off and your phone's in another room. Uh, and you are working on the task at hand. That's going to 10x your productivity by far. Another thing that people do when they're, you know, when they get into their flow state is they stay in it too long. The less like, say, say they get into a, like a, a good book on the topic they're trying to learn about and they're just going, going, going. There's diminishing returns if you don't stop and take a break. And another tip that uh, we, we teach in, in my, my coaching program, courtesy of uh, Brendan Burchard, is uh, I think it's called the Pomodoro Technique. But essentially, you work for 50 minutes, no interruptions, and you, you're, you're, you have a timer. It goes ding. Okay, then you stand up. You know, I'm going to. And this won't show up in the podcast too well. But you stand up, you know, take a break, up stretch, and you look away from the computer. You, you look away from your book. You look out outside a window and just let your eyes relax for a few minutes. Uh, you can do a little bit of bouncing in place, for example. Another, another great energizer is called cupping. You take your hands, you form little cups, you go down on your legs, and you... lower back, do the same thing on the sides, fingers all the way up to your shoulders and really give the shoulders a good tap because there's lots of stress in them. My energy level just tripled. Uh, breathing. Do a short little breathing exercise, whether it's power breathing or, or fire breathing. There's also there's videos on YouTube you can look up for those techniques. I they're personally not my favorite, but I know they work for a lot of people. Those are ways to ramp up your productivity. But ultimately, the number one tip on productivity is taking control of your day. That means um, when you wake up, the first thing you're reaching for is not your phone. You're not checking your email. You're focusing on a meditation, some uh, some exercise of some description, some stretching, uh, and then planning out your day for your goals. And then you can look at your emails and watch the news, although I don't recommend watching the news at all um, or whatever it is that you, you need to do. So those would be my, my a, a few simple tips related to... Uh, productivity thoughts comments questions well we don't have many here in the in the commentary section right well, but I, um yeah thank you for, yeah thank you for those really i mean this is super concrete right to, and and it's super easy you can just stand up and yeah. and clap yourself for a couple of minutes or even seconds, and you will triple your energy level. I didn't know that. So thanks yeah. for that. That's, oh, it's, that's it's, really good. It's huge. And yeah. the reason I put it here, not with physiology and energy, is this this is really tactical tip when you're trying to be productive. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you ever watched, um, it was a Netflix special about Tony Robbins. It was called, I'm Not Your Guru. 
No, I didn't watch it because I don't have a TV, which means I don't have Netflix. That's what, also maybe you can watch it. Like I think it can stream it. To I know, but yeah. honestly, it's also something which raises your productivity. You don't have a it TV. Does, it definitely does erase your productivity, but. Uh, it also depends what you're choosing to watch on it too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, I'm with you. But, but in, in this episode, you can see him behind the stage and he's literally bouncing on one of those uh, mini trampolines, you know, and just, mm -hmm. and, and get, getting ready, energized to go through that curtain and, and like, wow, the crowd, like it's, yeah. and he's been doing it for 40 years. He's a pro, like yeah. he knows those things work. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's right. That's right. And maybe one other thing, you know, and that brings us to tip number 10, which really works when you want to raise your energy level, is to connect again with nature. And um, maybe I don't have to, to say a lot about that also in, in terms of time here. But I mean, I, I can see myself here on the screen and you see my red cheeks. So why is that? Because it's, uh, what is it now? Seven in the evening. I have been six hours on my skis today, teaching kids and a young adult how to ski. So I was out in nature and um, I, I feel 10 years younger than this morning. <laughs> so <laughs> it's also, you know, I mean, I went to bed yesterday, so I didn't really, I, I didn't, I, I was asleep while the new year was starting here i didn't mm -hmm. wake up at 12. this morning everyone told me so what did you do did you party and i said no i was so tired i went to bed and i didn't hear anything i said what but people were just doing the fireworks and all that noise outside i don't know they weren't allowed to do it the last three years so probably they they tried to keep up with that and i didn't hear anything so i had a super deep sleep I'm out in nature for hours at the moment, which is super nice. I'm surrounded, as I told you, by 4,000 meters high mountains. And you can't really be worried when you are working or being in such a landscape. You become that small and everything is more in relation. And, and you really, and then we are back to point number one, you reflect about your challenges and problems you make up for yourself each day. So really, if you if you take a walk each day, let's say half an hour, start with half an hour, um, breathe some fresh air, be out in the forest, be at the beach, be in the mountains, wherever you may be, but be in nature. Mm -hmm. And just... Also smell it, you know, I love, for yeah. example, I, I love the smell of the forest. I love the smell of the snow. So it's, um, yeah, being out here and you see it, your blood circ circulation will be really stimulated in the evenings. Um, and, and it's the best which you can do for your health. I, I personally know people that do the exact opposite for six months of the year here because of winter. They're like, no, I go into hibernation. I only go out when I have to. I'm like, well, I mean, it is your life and your choice, but that means half, half your life you're hibernating yeah. and doing things that probably aren't healthy or helpful. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I'm like, you know, unless it's a life-threatening storm, 
get out there, get out there and enjoy it. You know, have the right clothing. And, and you know, I, I mean, my German shepherd, he, he needs to walk every day. It doesn't matter if it's raining. I throw on a, a raincoat and off I go. And, mm -hmm. and I, I feel better for it. I, I still get the wind. I get the water on my face, you know, and, and, um, yeah, and I also think, you know, it strengthens your resilience. I was up there on three and a half thousand meters today and it was super stormy suddenly. I don't know where that came from, but it was really the cold wind in my face, the snow, you could hardly see anything. And I had to ski a bit before I could ski down. And it was like I was going backwards. It was such a power in this wind. And I really had to fight for <laughs> moving forward. Right? Yeah. But but it's, yeah, I had the thought of, you know, these mountains are standing there since I don't know how many thousand years. And they are so resilient. They don't care about sunshine. They don't care about rain and, and hail and snow and ice and wind and storm and all the tourists. And, you know, it's they are just there. And I was thinking in that moment, wow, this is this is such a brilliant metaphor to gain this resilience. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my favorite tip for this year for you, go out. Yeah, I being out in nature is is so important for reconnecting. I mean, our, our artificial lifestyle that we lead isn't particularly good for us. That's why we're all stressed out and a lot of people overweight and, and unhealthy and health problems is they're, they're not reconnecting with nature. Yeah. And honestly, like it's even helpful when you're outside, uh, assuming, you know, conditions permit is go, go with your bare feet, connect back to earth. Yeah. Like it, it change, you know, the electrical charges in our body need grounding and, um, it's, it's a huge deal. Uh, I, I know there, there's the odd time where I lo I've lost control of my day because of something that, you know, completely unexpected came up and I have to forego that time in nature. And I feel that the next day it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, can't, I have to find another way to, to, you know, get everything done, but still get out there and, and, and uh, recuperate. Mm hmm yeah, and it's supernatural. I, I redetected something this week while I was teaching kids because when it's snowing, have you do you remember that? When it was snowing, kids are always looking up into the snow. They can't they can hardly see anything. Um and they are always trying to catch the snow with that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you see, it's yeah. it's this I wanna I wanna feel the nature. It's a natural desire I think we have, but we pushed it aside. Yeah. That is for sure. That is for sure. Yeah. Okay. I, you know what? I'm going to say that's our 10 tips. And now we're going to just jump into a little chat about why we think coaching is so important and helpful. Yeah. And we're going to talk about a couple bonuses and that special offer we teased at the beginning there. So, um, coaching, 
coaching is really hard to explain to someone what it is. Would you agree with that statement? I would. It's much yeah. easier to give them a taste of it. Yeah, agree. Absolutely. Because um, you can say, hey, you're, we work one-on-one. -on -one. We, we get to know what you're going after. We provide accountability. We do this, that, the other thing. But it's it doesn't do it justice. It's, it's like trying to take a picture of your mountains and say, this is what the mountains are. Because it's not. You know, I've been to Switzerland. I know what the mountains look like. I know what my pictures look like. And I'm pretty good at photography. But I could not capture being there in my photo, right? Yeah. Uh, this is the same thing with coaching. You have to experience it. And actually, I never asked you, but do you do like a, a, um, like a, a strategy session with your potential new clients or how do you, how do you onboard a new client? Well, I always offer them a, a, a complimentary uh, coaching session. So they have an experience. So we have a first talk. So that I know about their situation and the topic, where they are stuck, where they want to go. Yeah, um, I, I, I do that too. Yeah, to and, check and, if I can help them, you know? Yeah, you find out if you guys even click too, right? Like coaching exactly. is, 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 even though it's professional, it's very pers personal. Absolutely. Uh, conflicting personalities won't won't necessarily work work too well together. Or or they might work great together if that's what the other person needs, right? So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I offer... Mm -hmm. uh, Likewise, uh, I, I ask, I get people, I send them to the website, they fill out, a, answer a few questions, which helps me like really make that first call, you know, powerful. But co what coaching's done for me is it makes sure that I do a lot of the tips we talked about today. Like, the, like um, accountability requires discipline. It requires uh reflection it requires journaling it requires being productive it requires recuperating it requires uh courage uh it, it's it, it's it's all in it's all in there but at the same time how many people listening slash or watching right now have ever had the experience of a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone who's there just for them who's not there to judge them, who's only going to know what they tell them about themselves and get feedback on that. And, fee and feedback is not constructive criticism. It's more along the lines of re recognizing patterns that you mentioned have been journaling. Like that's part of our, our, our job as a coach is if someone uses self-defeating language when they talk about themselves and they probably never noticed it and we go, just do you, did you hear what you just said? Mm -hmm. It's one of my most powerful yeah. coaching statements. Did you just hear what you just said? Sometimes mm -hmm. it's to say, Hey, um, you're talking poorly about yourself. Other times it's to say, uh, you just came in second place in this, uh, business launch competition. And you said mm -hmm. it like it was, it's, Oh yeah, it's sunny outside. It's like, no, mm -hmm. you came in second place. Like, that's amazing. Real internalize that, feel that a lot mm -hmm. of people don't take the time to celebrate their wins, right? They just go on to the next challenge, next challenge, next challenge. I don't realize, hey, I, I just you know accomplished X, Y, and Z in a month, and I've never done that before. So, yeah, yeah, it's really holding up the mirror, isn't it? 
so that's at least for oh, me I love that metaphor, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's really holding up the mirror and i mean we as coaches we can't do the work for you the work is still on your side it's a bit like a personal trainer i mean you can hire a personal trainer but still you have to train your muscles that's nothing the personal trainer can do for you but he can help you with exercises and with the tools and and with the right guidance to do that and that's also what i see as our um task here really hold up the mirror ask the right questions and those questions may be uncomfortable at first but um yeah holding you accountable and really yeah show you how you deal with yourself and how you can improve the situation you are in yeah for sure Someone doing construction at your place? No, but I was just about to say, it seems like a late firework here just in front of my door. Sorry oh, for that. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, someone's trying to break your door down. I don't know. Well, obviously, they found something, whatever, which didn't burn yesterday evening. So, um, yeah. So the the bonuses I, I wanted to share with, with our audience before we uh, we wrap things up today is the power of a digital diet. Our screen time is not necessarily our most productive time, unless, of course, you've been watching our, our telecast today. That's <laughs> I was just about yeah. to say, right? We, um, we ran over general, time like, here, but <laughs> yeah, agreed. If you're working on a project and you feel this temptation to like, oh, yeah, I got to check my email. And then suddenly the email leads to a link that leads to a TikTok video. And then you're suddenly spending 20 minutes looking at weird looking cat videos. Um, it's if you establish a digital diet in the sense that, okay, I'm going to work for an hour on project X, and then I'm going to set my phone on a timer for 10 minutes and then go check my email. When that 10 minutes goes off, I'm back at this. And whatever that was can wait because emails e email is a secondary thing it, it is it is a convenient way for other people's agendas to interfere with your day that's what email is um so you you have to establish some discipline routines with your consumption of, of whether it's youtube netflix it might be okay after i finish project x y and z and I had some quality time with my spouse and spent some time with the kids. Then I can watch one hour of television, not binge, binge watch season three of Yellowstone. If it is up to season three, I don't even know. I don't even watch it. So I don't know. Um, set limits. In other words, create a diet, a diet plan for your digital consumption because it, when you when you're scrolling with your thumb on your device for you know minutes slash hours on end all it's doing is giving you dopamine hits and tiring out your eyes tiring out your cortex and then you're like what did i you don't even know what you saw if if someone put a gun to your head and said what was that third video you saw you'd be like you have to shoot me i don't know because you didn't you didn't process any of it it's it's just information overload it creates fatigue which leads to cowardice, making the poor decisions, all that stuff. So it's it's a very, very powerful bonus tip here is establish a digital diet. And last but not least, 
the power of a disciplined routine in general. A good day starts the night before by, you know, eating your last meal of the day at least two hours before you go to bed, exercising good sleep hygiene, which means no screens for an hour before bed, uh, dimming the lights, um, no alcohol at least three hours before bed because it interferes with, with your uh, sleep cycle. Um, sleeping eight hours, seven hours, whatever you need, waking up, and then instead of focusing on a to-do list, remind yourself of your to-be list. Who do I want to be today? I want to be a good father. I want to be a good dentist. I want to be uh, a great co-host for the podcast. I want to be healthy. I want to make healthy food choices today, and I don't want to drink alcohol today. Those are the things I want to be today. You know, a healthy, non, non-alcoholic drinking, good co-host, good dentist, good father. Uh, th- those are the things I want to be. It's important to remind yourself, like people take their lives for granted and run them on autopilot. They're not fully awake for their own life. Yeah. So that, that's my other uh, uh, bonus tip. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. What's on your to-do, uh, to-be list instead of your to-do list? Because we are human beings and we are not human doings, right, Tom? Yeah, exactly. We're human beings, not human doings. Um, Affirmations are powerful. They help with your clarity. They help with feeling better about yourself. Like if you were to look at the average person's self-talk, the things they say to themselves, they wouldn't say to their worst enemy. Soak that in. Some people wake up and go, oh, God, I hate my life. I have to go do this again all day today. You wouldn't say that to your friend. I hate your life. I think it's awful. Uh, you're, you're wasting your time. You'd never say that to someone else, but you say it to yourself or, or some someone might say it to themselves without even thinking about it. It's automatic. Yeah. Uh, very, very destructive habits and will not let you crush your 2023. If you want to crush 2023, have have morning affirmations, morning meditation, uh, watch something that inspires you, get enough sleep, be healthy. Yeah, do, do the journaling. Yeah, right? do the journaling. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Uh, there's a great book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, I believe. Again, I don't get any kickbacks from this. The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. It's available on Amazon. Um, Let's get this into the flow yeah. here. Um, really good way to to uh, chart, like power up your whole day just by setting up your morning right. Because the morning controls the rest of the day. If your morning is off, the whole whole rest of your day is gone. So um, we're just about at the end here of what we'd plan to talk about today. Uh, be sure to check out our podcast, find your inner badass. It is coming your way and we're, we have amazing guests lined up. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we really want to take this pilot project and see, uh, if it's, uh, something that's, uh, people find helpful. Uh, we're going to do our best to make sure it is helpful for people. Uh, but we do have, for those who've managed to make it to the end of this hour, 20 minute long this is my longest live stream, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's uh, longest amazing. live stream. Uh, Bridget, what's your special offer for people that want to learn more about your coaching plan? 
your coaching experience? Well, I, I have different offerings, right? So it starts with a group offering. We have a small, like a mastermind group, um, really great minds who come together once a month and uh, can also, they are connected with each other um, for, the, for the rest of the weeks. Um, I do a one-to-one -one coaching. I'm offering also for, for those who really love to be out in nature. I love long weekends, like a retreat up here in the mountains where we do some skiing or in the summer it will be hiking, um, where we do coaching, where we can do yoga and meditation and, and do some ceramic work or whatever it may be. So different offerings. And for everyone who wants to join me, who wants to work with me, um, I'm, I'm really happy to give a discount of 25% to my normal prices. So that's my New Year's 2023 offer for you today. And again, happy to have the when first that talk. Sorry? When would that 25% discount expire? Like in a few days? Well, honestly, well, I would say be quick, right? But um, for everyone who will watch our podcast and come to the end, as you said, so has the patience to watch all of these one hour, 21 minutes now already. Yeah, um, yeah just, just mention this podcast we have here and then I'm happy to give you the discount. All right. Well, that's awesome. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's a, a, a good deal. What about For you? Me, um, I currently offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, I offer a very structured uh, plan. And I also offer profound impact coaching, which is not nearly as structured, but it really helps do, to do deep dives on personal blocks and, and biases. Um, but either one of those will have, a, a, I'll match your thing, 25% off if they just mention the podcast. Uh, and again, we both offer those initial consultation complimentary sessions Absolutely. for people to try out. Um, but everyone, happy new year. Let's, let's get out there, crush 2023. Let's make this planet a better place by helping other people reach their potential. What do you say? Yeah. Well, it's never too late to change something. So yeah, just go out and do it. And we are happy to help you. We might get sued by Nike for that. <laughs> just do it <laughs> let's do it <laughs> all right yeah. bye everyone take care yeah bye it was great to see you happy new year happy new year